three, four. Two friends get together so we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop singing so that we can all now try this. Welcome back, guys, to another jam bagged episode of Now Try This. This is your boy Nicholas. Uh, with your boy Marcus coming to you live from our basement. It's weird that you didn't say your last name. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, it's weird because I was going to because that's usually how you do those things, but then I realized if I ever said my last name on the podcast. Yeah, like a thousand times. Hmm. It seems weird, though, to do it like there off the bat. Like I'm trying. Hey, guys. That's your brand, man. So, mm. what is your brand? What's my brand? Yeah. Ooh, let's describe our brands um, before we get to what we're supposed to talk about in this episode. So my brand, I would say, is self-loathing. Oh, okay. Mixed yes. with a little bit of uh, sarcasm. Mm-hmm. That's all very dry. Yeah. Except when I'm hitting on a woman, which then it gets very like, hey, there's one. This is very nice. This is better. Did you say your feet were very nice? Is that what you mumbled? I'm sorry, what? Did you mumble your feet are very nice? When did I mumble? I'm right now. What's your brand? My brand is hot, chic, cool, hip. Trying real hard to be cool, but not actually hot, being chic, cool. Cool yeah. and hip. Trying oh, to not yeah. be that cool. Hot, chic, cool. Trying to be hip, but not really that cool. Hop, kid, yeah. That's a good song, dude. That was great, man. Yeah, I know. You did that yourself? I'm pretty talented. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're probably the most musically talented person in this house. My mama told me that I'm really talented and I should really go into singing. Is that why you moved here to Nashville, where we live? <laughs> nah, boy. I just <laughs> I just live here because I love it. Oh, yeah. I just happen to be a singer. You, did, did, were you born with the accent? Nah, do you think anyone actually go? I know there are people in Nashville that like Nashville. But it's like New York City where most of them are country singers. Like, most people here are actors, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say that. Great. If I had to describe Nashville, it's like, everyone's trying to be a country singer, whether or not they, like, think they are. Sure. Like, there's probably 100 people living in the apartment building next door, and 75 are artists. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. And then the last 25 are, like, sons and daughters of failed artists. Exactly, and, yeah. And husbands and wives. That's exactly how it is in New York City. That account... That do accounting, mm-hmm. but are too boring to get a regular person, so they get the actor who's interesting to supplement them not being it's interesting, true. but they have the money to supplement the artist from not having money. Exa- whatever you described, yes, I, I totally was listening. <laughs> this isn't going to work if you don't listen. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Welcome, guys. I know it's been a minute, but we are here today just for you guys to talk about The Shining. The Shining. I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about this movie, but that's the point because I had to watch it for the first time. Oh, wait, Marcus, how does our podcast work? Our podcast works like this. I give Nick a challenge and then he watches the thing, reads the thing, listens to the thing, experiences the thing. Then we come back, we talk about it, and then Nick gives me a challenge for the next week. And we go back and forth each week and hopefully you guys at home are also trying the things that we are trying and let us know what you guys think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this week's episode was The Shining. <laughs> mm, I don't like he said that. Try again. The Shining. Better, but try one more time. The Shining. There it is. There is that it is. is. is that there the it one? is. That's there the one? it That's the is. Yo, dude. Um. Okay. Why did I give you this movie? No. Okay, so there's a lot going on, right? Yeah. Like, in both of our lives. Yeah. Right? Like, there's a lot. Sure. We don't get into it, but like... Sounds good to me. 
but like personally and like we gotta move out of this goddamn apartment yo you know what I realized what (laughs) that's always how I tend to start before (laughs) when I stop was talking about the thing Uh, you know what I realized I was talking to Cassandra a Uh mutual friend of ours yeah and she was like hey uh, I had to like get like start listening to white noise because I live next to the George Washington Bridge and I'm like what because it's like really loud she's like yeah I was like oh you're not heavy sleeping she's like no I am but I'll sleep and then I wake up exhausted and I'm like what and she's like yeah that like it's I think it's stopping me from like getting all the way there like I'm asleep yeah but I'm not but I'm always exhausted I'm like that's a thing and she's like yeah yeah everyone knows that I'm like well I didn't <laughs> so you and, think it's the train well I think about the last like two years of my life <laughs> and like what hasn't been working yeah and one of those things is sleep yeah and I wonder if it's because we live by the goddamn train it could be a contributing factor but I would say uh, you're a little further than me I'm right on top of it that's fair 100% you're right but I would say that also another contributing factor is like for me I nah, like, dude, if my I have a lot on my mind I can't sleep so I will I will actually sleep like I will get the eight hours but, like, if I have something on my mind, yeah. it's, like, a restless eight hours, and I'll wake up tired. Yeah, I'm not like that. You're not like that? No. Wow. And I also realized that I've, like, dreamed less. About the train? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I've dreamed... Usually, okay, girl. Like, Marcus, most of my dreams have been about the train. It's weird. I'm, like, a conductor, and I'm, like, in charge of the train, and there's all these people, and there was a murder, and then, like, Kenneth Branagh showed up. I actually had a great dream last night. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's not the point. The point is, what I'm saying is I used to dream about, like, saving the world and sci-fi and, like, otherworldly things. But now I dream about, like, work. Yeah. If I even remember my dreams at all, which I used to remember way more. Yeah. And I'm wondering if this is this goddamn train. I don't know if... I I wouldn't blame the train for all of your problems. Nah, man. Nah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, you're probably right. Yeah. (laughs) But, what if I could trick my mind into thinking all the problems of the train... Yeah. And then when we move, which will be soon... Then all your problems are gone. Yeah. That's not how it works. But... I don't know. It could. Hey, it will work. Mind over matter, right? Yeah, but that's just like... Mind over mind. It's not even mind over matter. Nah, dude. Mind over matter is living here and continuing to, like, ignore the train okay, maybe, and getting over it. Maybe your mind isn't strong enough to do this. <laughs> maybe for the feeble-minded. Maybe for the less-thens out there. Maybe uh-huh. you are incapable of doing this. Yeah. But for me... So, you're, so your mind is stronger because it's capable of being tricked. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> no. I am so smart, I can trick myself no, subconsciously like a smart without thinking about it. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay, I'll let you know. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what my dream was about? Uh, sex? No, actually. Oh, wait, I let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. guess. So, you're never, literally, you could never guess it. Submarine? No. Hmm. Tell me the setting. You get one more guess. Oh, what? <laughs> get one more guess. Oh, okay. You were, you were, you were you. Uh huh. Yes. I think, I think you were you. Okay. Part you wouldn't, of it, yeah. you wouldn't say it's a good dream unless you were you. Fair enough. Um, I don't think you were accomplishing something because then you wouldn't talk about it because you don't want to talk about your dreams that much, <laughs> like your aspirations. Sure. So I don't think it's that. I think it was something simpler. You were, you were on a, you were. You're on a beach. That's where that cup is. You're on a beach. Uh-huh. No. I'll give you, I'll give you a little you bit. You were on a beach. Yeah. Ish. I was not on and a beach And you but were... Once I tell you, you'll get it. With 
a dinosaur called Penny. Uh-huh. And you were saving the beach from Mr. Mime. That was beautiful, and I like that. Mm-hmm. But my dream was I was shooting a promo in my house for SpongeBob the Musical, and everyone from the SpongeBob Musical was in my apartment, and we were all like... But I was inv- heavily involved in being a part of the promo, and I was like... But I was not part of the cast. <laughs> were you directing? No, I was in the com- I was in the promo. Oh, you were you weren't even there was a director. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a, a director. There was a SpongeBob cast. Yeah, and, and you. Me. Yeah. Were you like the the and, bystander? Like they even, were singing to you? No, but we didn't even get to oh. the filming part. Oh, <laughs> you're just hanging out with we SpongeBob. Were filming the promo, and I was like hanging out until the promo was starting, and I was like people would. People from the cast would keep coming in. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Welcome. I'll, you can have a seat. We're waiting to get started. It was that. It was, like, so boring. That was a great dream? Because <laughs> it was so fucking stupid and hilarious. Like, it's so random. <laughs> I was just greeting guests I feel like in my you, home. I feel like you don't... I feel like you don't know what a good dream is. That was a good dream. Marcus, why did you give me The Shining? Nick, I gave you The Shining because it is a... A uh, beautiful uh, work of horror, and when I give it to you, it was Halloween. <laughs> but you don't have to point out uh, our, our failures. We took a vacation. Vacation, all I've ever wanted. Vacation, and we. Yeah, but I really love this Cap- movie. Copyright podcast. I've watched it a lot of times, especially in the past couple months, and. I I don't know. I've just always been impressed by it. Like, it's not a horror movie in the sense that, like, jump scares come out at you. It's not like a typical horror movie. And a lot of times I find myself debating with people what a horror movie is because now that horror movies are getting actual plots and things like that, the line between what a horror movie is and isn't is, is getting a lot more complicated. Like, I've talked to a lot of people who say Get Out isn't a horror movie or that, like... um just happy death day isn't like in the horror category and stuff like that because it's like it's funny or it's it's uh suspenseful more than it is horror and a lot of people associate horror with like uh annabelle and like jump scares only you know sure i feel like the genre also is one of those weird ones that ebbs and flows right because yeah the shining's older so you mm-hmm. get these headier movies these high highly suspense movies and then the audience is just sick of that, and then you want Jason's to just kill everybody. Yeah. And then the audience gets sick of that, and then you go the other way, and then the audience gets sick of yeah. that, and you get, like, scary movie and scream, yeah. and then you get all, like, sick of that, and then you go back, and now we're just yeah. at a... But I think it's just evolving, you know? And I, yeah. I think that uh, at the t- It's funny, because I think that now we're ready for things like The Shining and, and stuff like that. Was it not well-respected at the well, time? When did it come exactly. out? Exactly. It came out in 1980, I think, exactly. Um, and... It was uh, hated by a lot of people. That's and it 37 came out... years ago, dude. <clears throat> I know. Isn't that crazy? And so we took... Nicholson's so... He's old. Well, here's the thing. I thought for a second, I was like, wow, he's so young. And then as the movie went on, he was like, no, that looks like Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he looks kind of old. <laughs> How old was this guy during this movie? Jack Nicholson during the yeah. movie? Yeah. Oh, man. Hold on. He must have been like 35 or something like that. Oh, that's, that's pretty old. That's like heyday. Let's when see. did he start acting? I've never seen like he was born old, in old 1937, <laughs> so he was 43. He's 80 right now. Yeah, that sounds about right. He is not 80 years old. Yeah, and still acting and shit. Yeah, dude, that's wrong. No, yeah. it's not. How is that wrong? I don't believe he's you. 80. It's literally on his IMDb page he's right now. He is 80 years old. years old. That's so old. He's born dude. in New Jersey. 
Oh my god. Um, and so, yeah, no, and so I think that at the time it, it was like everyone hated it. Stephen King was like, "This movie is terrible. It is not what I envisioned, and I do not support this movie whatsoever." Wait, he's eighty. Who? I'm still objective. Yes, <laughs> he was eighty. He is eighty, and this came out in eighty. Yeah. So he was forty three. That's what I said earlier. Nick. I said that like two minutes ago. Yeah, but it just I did the math. He seems real fast. so much young. I wasn't listening. He seems so much <laughs> this younger. This podcast isn't gonna work if you're not gonna listen to me, Nick. <laughs> you can't throw back my shit back at me. Um, he was forty three. That's yeah. a fucking adult. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. He's, he's pretty... Think about think about it this way. Uh-huh. Like, Ryan Gosling isn't that old yet, right? Yeah. But this is, like, his heyday. Mm-hmm. Like, this is Ryan Gosling's time, right? Yeah. Another ten years, he'll move on to, like, old dad roles, and he'll, like, yeah. go into his, like, after years. Jack Nicholson is way older than that, and then this is, like, the top of his career now, then. You think The Shining was the top of his career? Isn't it his most famous movie? I mean, what's Batman, What's Jack... That, like and that Joker? came out in 89, and it was that was ten years later. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like what's what's Jack Nicholson's most famous movie? Is it Shining, Batman? Yeah, Remember, I guess and so. then one maybe Flew One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's the three, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, what she's got something's got to give. Like what? anger <laughs> management with Adam Sandler, dude. You tell me, you tell me that critically acclaimed masterpiece. Actually, I wouldn't. I think well, Mark, anger that's management that's probably got that's better reviews than the Shining. the Shining. I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but, so, so I know Stephen King. What were you saying about Stephen King? No, he so like, Stephen King like it, right? hated this movie, and he was like, I do not support this movie, this is my work, and this is not a good representation of my work. Because it's so different, or? Well, his biggest, yeah, because it's, in his head, it was There's very so different. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> um, in, he, in his head, it was very different, but it wasn't actually very different. Like, like I read the book. Yeah. I read the book, I watched the movie, I love both things, and they are both different enough. And there definitely is huge differences. While the movie focuses on like visuals and cin- cinematography, like it takes advantage of the form. Sure, it's not just retelling the book. Um, is I the book more? The book just narrative? gives more details and is very narrative. So there are details missing in the movie that are in the book, but we're not crucial. It's big not ones, crucial, right? huge. Like things. another ghost shows up here or something, and like you this learn more about the thing. overlook, and and there's like. Subplot points and and je- you get more oh you find out Jack more Nicholson's. about the actual Shining yeah you know more about the Shining and you get to learn about Jack Nicholson's like history which oh, they allude you to in the movie that. and you get none of that well I have guesses but I don't know anything and I would love to I, I actually really want to hear your guesses about what you think Ooh, and I'll tell you about based them, so on they'll all be pop off the top of my head yeah off the dome <laughs> off um, the dome um, uh, but before we get to that uh, this is Stanley Kubrick right Stanley Kubrick. I said Kubrick. Did I make you forget how to say it? Yeah, you did. That's usually how it works. <laughs> what else has he done? I don't know. I know he's famous. Clockwork Horn. I was trying to look through his works, and he's done a lot of like... Okay, so Kubrick also did Clockwork Orange, The Shining, Full Metal Jacket, Eyes Wide Shut. Mm-hmm. I've heard of all those movies, but I've only seen... I saw Eyes Wide Shut as a kid, and it was weird and had a lot of sex, and I was confused. Yeah. Because I was nine years old. Because, oh, I thought you were confused like sexually about it. Like, oh, it yeah. Feel well, also that. There were like horse... Horsing in it. There's what? You know when you like Horsing? pretend your partner's a horse? Really? I might listen. Okay, so I saw Eyes Wide Shut on HBO past midnight in my home as a child, right? Yes. Yeah, so I also saw Real Sex at the same time. Oh, uh, so you might have just been like confusing the two. One, they're hundred percent both in my head in the same space. Um, have you ever seen any of these other movies though? Yeah. You have? I've seen. Um, 
AI. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, it came up on the list. <laughs> um, no, I haven't seen any of those. Critically acclaimed AI. The Shining. No, Shining and the Clockwork Orange. I've watched Clockwork Orange and Clockwork Orange I is liked weird. It. It's really fucking weird. But I've never seen anything else other than those two movies. This movie was also weird. It was. So, I just know he's supposed to be one of the best, and he's hard to work with, and he's yeah. crazy. <laughs> well, one thing about this movie that he worked on, The Shining, is that like he pushed. He likes to work with a small team so that way he can push them harder mm-hmm. and, like, force good acting out of them. <clears throat> sure. And so he made the actors of this movie record scenes over and over and over and over and over and over and over again until they, like, ran out of ways to do it right or ran out of ways to do it and just did something weird, you know? And so a lot of the takes that he ended up using were those weird takes that were, like, Jack Nicholson just started doing weird faces while uh, saying his lines because he fucking couldn't think of another way to deliver the same lines that he's repeated a thousand times. And so he really, like, pushed his actors hard. And whether or not the movie, like, was better for it, I think it was. And, I mean, it sucks that they went through that, but, like, I definitely like how weird and off-putting the whole movie is. And I think that is a contributing factor to that. Huh. Why? What's up? Well, the movie was real weird. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, like his line delivery was like, "Are you a genius, or is this weird? Are you just dumb?" Like, yeah. what, what was that? Why did you do it that way? Yeah, I would never, as an actor, I would never. If I did it that way, or if I was a director and I saw someone do that, we were like, "Do that again. That was weird. Don't do that again. That's, yeah. that's strange." But that's that's the whole but point. This, of it, the go, movie. It, it leans so into it. It leans into the weird and the and the disturbing. Like this movie is creepy and disturbing from the first shot. I would say. Well, like, let's start from the first shot because I, right from the beginning, my first uh-huh. note is it's unnecessary drone shots before drones. <laughs> In the beginning of the list, I, Did I, you know what I, they I'm, used before drones, Nick? Helicopters. <laughs> Big but, ass fucking helicopters. But, like, I understand this movie is beautiful and it's great and whatever, but I'm still going to rag on it because this opening shot was, like, ten minutes long of just, like, Overlook. Not even Overlook. The Overlook. Not even the Overlook. Oh, like, my God. Getting to the Whoa, Overlook. Whoa, Nick, you just added another layer to the movie. Oh, my God. Did I just it make is, it great? You made it great. <laughs> oh, it's, shit. It's ten minutes of Overlook. Getting to the over. Oh my god, boom. Fucking meta, dude. Well, here's the thing. Like, this movie's long. It's, yeah, two and a half hours long. It's not... The European version is 25 minutes shorter. It's not slow, though. Like, it's evenly paced. Yeah. Because it's suspenseful. It it takes its time where it's supposed to, and it hurries up when it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, But all I could think about as the movie was going on, and not just this point, it was like... Do we we need that? (laughs) Yeah. Like, what What if we just didn't get that? Yeah. Like, what if that just wasn't in there? <laughs> like, it was real pretty pictures of trees, but... But what if you cut it down to like, five minutes? I, I'm, looking, minutes. I'm looking at the time left, and this is still two hours. Yeah. And I'm looking at trees. <laughs> it's a little unnecessary. You're you're right. I definitely think that it could have been... But by the, by the end of the movie, am I, yeah. am, am I like, but this sense of distance, is that... Did that influence? Did that do? So, did Cooper? Did Cooper do that to influence me to make my mind in a certain way before I got to a certain I point? Think so like, I think it's all it manipulation. seems so meticulous. It's all meticulous manipulation of the senses and of your experience. It's pretty nuts from man. the first moment. It's so crazy because you watch any movie. Pick a random movie on right now, like uh, fucking what's a movie in theaters? Something dumb. 
I'm blanking every movie. Wonder. A lot of, there's a lot of good Wonder with Julia yeah, sure. Roberts yeah. and Owen Wilson. Great movie, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it's shot normal. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're talking and the camera's, like, pointing at them. Yeah. There was none of that in this movie. Yeah. None of that kind of thing. Like, was... he did not... Every shot was not... Okay, this is how, mo... I, well... this is how most directors direct, right? Yeah. They direct... Okay, there's this talking scene, right? Yeah. So we're going to film it from out here. And then we'll do mediums, and then we'll do close-ups, and then the edit bay will figure out what looks nice. Yeah. That's what most people do. Yeah. A good director, like a great director, like I know Edgar Wright does mm-hmm. this, he only shoots what he needs. Yeah. He shoots... He doesn't shoot extra to figure out what's going on later. Yeah. He sh- like, it's, he's like, at this moment, I need a close-up, so I'm going to film that close-up, but not film any other close-up, because that's dumb, because that's a waste of my time and yeah. everyone else's. So it's super meticulous. So yeah. you can see it in this movie... Like, there's nothing wasted. There was no shot that I thought, like, wow. They just cut to that because they needed footage and they needed something exactly, to Exactly, yeah. It's, but it's weird also. I was just going to say that because in, in every movie you watch, like, it's not 100% thought out. Every second is not thought out like that. Like, there are things that sometimes you're like, oh, the actor, like, really is what's carrying this movie or yeah. this scene or whatever. And the director had no play in that. And this movie, I feel like the director had a hand in every single shot. And in Directing 101, you're told, like, everything you see on screen should convey some a point. Could, should tell a part of a story. Yeah. Every yeah. shot, every every frame should tell a story. And I think with The Shining, this is one of the few movies where I believe that to be true. But also, like, Wes Anderson. It, it almost reminds me of his style. Because it's like... These long pans. Like, there's this one shot where you're in the hotel, and they start in one room and cross through, like, six rooms. Mm -hmm. But the camera's, like, 100 feet away. And, like, cut not even cutting through the walls. Just, like, it's not there. Like, it's, like, not even... I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, like, (laughs) it's God. The camera's God. And it's just, like, watching them go through all these rooms. And I'm, like, how are they even doing that? Yeah. And it's, like... Well, that gives it like a voyeuristic like, is that even necessary? too, right? I guess yeah. you're right. You're right. Maybe What's it's voyeuristic? Not it's like when it's like you you're in the room there watching them oh, sure. and being kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. That I feel like the, some of the shots are very like voyeuristic, and you're like, oh fuck! Like I feel like I'm in the room with them and I shouldn't be here. <laughs> like I feel like mm, I see. I'm doing something perverse. Like when we're following Watch the kid it. on the bike and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Right off the bat. This fucking kid is... Red Rod. <laughs> I love the voice he does. It's so nuts. It's Danny, so yeah. Danny is so... Does this actor do other things ever? I don't know. I didn't look up his God, story. he is so perfect. <laughs> He's a good, creepy he little kid. He is... Fu- like, all I could think of while watching this kid was like, oh... Every kid since then has been based on yes. this kid. Yes. Every single one. Because he is fucking killing it. Yeah. And he is crazy. He is so emotionless. Yeah. His blank face is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I went to sleep after watching this and I thought of Danny. And his, <laughs> and his, and his like, blank face. Yeah. He has, like, three faces. One is normal. Two is scared. Yeah. And three is open mouth, may or may not be screaming. <laughs> But it's so creepy because there's no in-betweens. Yeah. It's just like this, this, or this. Yeah, yeah, And most of the time it's the casual, just flat one. It's the creepiest thing I've ever seen. It's, he's a good, creepy kid. And when he starts doing the voice of the little... Um, Tony. To- Tommy? Tony? Tony. 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 
It's so Daddy's creepy. not here right now. Daddy's not here right now. But he's like not even playing it up with his face. Like, Daddy's no. not here. He's like, just, he's so monotone. Yeah, and it's... I wonder if they made the kid. That's the one thing. Like, did he make the kid also deliver the lines like a thousand times? Like, what, what kind of shit was that kid going through? Well, no, he did it because there was only one way to do it. He just did it. Yeah. That's Whoa, fair. this guy get the kid did two things. What did he do? The Shining. He did and... The Shining, and in 1982, he did the autobiography of G. Gordon Liddy, a TV movie. <laughs> that's it. That's cool. That's all he's done. Hey, cool for him. Maybe he didn't want to act. Who knows? Well, only pictures of him are as Danny. Maybe he's traumatized from The Shining. What did you feel? Because because you're just like in the middle of a thought. Is, you're just gonna skip it. I was in the middle of a thought. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna skip it. Skip <laughs> the thought. Skip the thought. Book versus movie. Sure. Right. You didn't read the book, no. but the book explains The Shining a little bit better. Sure. But barely. Okay. Here. What yeah. did you feel Let's, about The Shining itself? I have as notes. a part of the movie. I have notes. I realize now how superfluous the notes are because this movie is. You can't talk about a step by step because it's just such these There's long so winded yeah, yeah. shots and like. Yeah. Yeah, all my notes are like, holy fuck, this kid's scary. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh fuck, this kid talking to himself in the bathroom. Holy shit, this kid is so scary. I think yeah. the kid is psychic and causes everything. Hashtag, <laughs> it's a theory. <laughs> weird images. Are all cubits like this? She's weird. The normal one is talking about her husband's alcohol is strange. Oh my I guess God. that's what codependents are. You mentioned she, her being weird, but like Wendy, uh, as an actress, like a lot of people like shat on her. They're like, she's fucking terrible. She's ugly. Like a lot of people were saying she's ugly and I felt so bad. Really? Like uh, Isn't some she criticisms supposed to be and plain? reviews. Like that's the... Yeah. Like she's fine. Like, she's not unattractive. Like, fuck you. She's not a supermodel. critics for saying shit like that. Critics so, said shit like that? Just like a couple of th- reviews I was reading. I was like, Whatever. why mention, why even mention that? It's so shitty. Because in horror movies now, you need but a hot, hot like, woman. Exactly. I mean, even get out fucking Allison Williams is fucking exactly yeah 10 10 10 <laughs> but but yeah it, it, I didn't so, think she was bad like I, I've heard that too I was like yeah. she's so terrible she, yeah. the director fucked her up yeah. blah 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 uh, but I, I liked her I thought she was good and like, I delivered a good I was fucking scared every time she was cause she you know well maybe she was bad but her like inability to know how to handle every situation upped the climb, upped the suspense for me because yeah. as she was like as Jack was walking up the stairs towards her near the end and she was had the bench she was kind of like eh, eh. I know <laughs> it made it way scarier because I'm like oh this bitch is gonna die she can't defend herself usually like run run yeah, go yeah. over here do this yeah, for and her, they're kind of smart yeah. this lady's dumb and she doesn't know anything for and she's her just I like, was like even if you run you're not gonna make it <laughs> like, yeah she doesn't look like she wants more than like eh, eh, eh. yeah I was like, Jack Nicholson's going to catch up to you and kill and you. Like, just, I think that's just... You're a, hopeless. I think that's on her. Like, I yeah. think... Even if that's her naturalness, yeah. I think... It's hard, because do actors deserve to be praised for just being themselves? Yeah. Or do actors deserve for being praised for being someone else? Yeah. You know? They're both hard. But it depends on who you talk to. Some people really like seeing people outside of their shell, and some people really like... Anyway, you wanted to ask me a question. About the book. No, it's fine. This is still about the thing. I was I was talking about how you felt about The Shining. The Shining. The Shining itself, okay. not the movie. This is what, from my understand, the power, the this ability. is what I understand about The Shining from our token wise black man. Yes, the token. Oh my god, there in Stephen King things. I've read a lot of Stephen there's King. Always there's always a kid. There's always like a and a token black man. There's like a magical black man. Let's that's a trope. Magical like, black man. Magical black man. Yeah. Who like comes in and it's like hey. I I'm pretty I sure dabble in voodoo or like I, I have The Shining also. I'm pretty sure Stephen King invented the. <laughs> I haven't. I don't know a lot of Stephen King things, but I know The Green Miles that way. Yeah. What else is it? 
Shawshank Redemption's that way, Shawshank isn't Redemption. it? Shawshank Redemption, yes. Um, the Shining, the also. Shining. Those yeah. are the only three I know. <laughs> That's fine. Three is too much. Cujo! <laughs> I've never seen Cujo. <laughs> Have you seen Cujo? No. Okay. I actually I saw the ending of Cujo. That's it. Is there a black man in it? No. There was a like a black a man kid that's stuck magic? in a car with a dog. So like, this this guy, um, he, I really actually liked when he showed up for the first time, and he was like, "Yeah, Doc." Blah 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 blah. Dick Halloran. Yeah, and then the the mom's like, "How'd you know he was Doc?" He's like, "Oh, you must have said it." And she's like, "I don't recall that I did." And she she's <laughs> she's just so. I don't think that I did. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Like, yeah, weird. Yeah. she's so weird. She's so I, homey and like submissive. She's and, so like, she's so, that's the word submissive. She is. She's submissive to everybody, yeah. including her son, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also like, and she's and like right at the beginning when she's like encouraging the Tony like imaginary friend. Yeah, I was freaking out. I was like, this is bad parenting. You should. There's so many moments where I'm like. Oh, that was a great scene. Oh, that was a great scene. Oh, that was good. Oh, and and one of them is in the beginning when she's like talking to the uh it was like very beginning where she's talking to the the doctor or the person who comes in to, to yeah. look at the kid and she's like oh so like what did your husband do all this stuff and she's like well you know we had an incident once where he broke his arm and like and just like so plainly and casually explaining how her husband broke their child's fucking arm and is an alcoholic and is an alcoholic she is the poster child for codependency yes yeah and she, so the way she's just like plainly, but I also realized that domestic abuse is like. I also realized terrifying. she was lying because she said he hasn't touched alcohol for five months yeah. since that incident. But later, Jack Nicholson, when he's talking to the bartender, says it was three years ago that he did that. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. Wow. So she's obviously lying to cover things up. Yeah. Like he didn't break the arm. He hasn't drunk since. He's there's been other incidents. There's yeah. been close calls. Yeah. There's been on and again, off again drinking. What you know? the, uh, Shining, back to Shining before I get to my next thing. Okay. What did you think about the Shining and the psychic? Okay. So the power? guy shows up and he's like, hey, Doc. And then there's this really cool scene with the psychic like talking like in him. So from what he explains, from that his mama told him, <laughs> was that the Shining is a state of being <laughs> where you are able to connect with something it's not the force it's not something but there's something else there that like you see that other people don't like like kind of like sixth sense like seeing dead people thing yeah that's how i was thinking of it but then also it could just be like psychic powers i don't fucking know (laughs) but the reason that i think it's that is because the house also the hotel has it yeah, he had so Doc. So the so uh, Danny the kid. Danny the kid has it. The chef has it, and the hotel has it. Yes, and Danny's manifests itself with a little boy that lives in his mouth called Tony. Yes, <laughs> the older gentleman has it, and it manifests from having pictures of naked ladies in his house. <laughs> yeah, sure, and the shine and the. Hotels. That was, that was a funny scene. I really liked it. It was totally black exploitation. Yeah, yeah. He was, was laying there, was just funny. like he was naked he, black women. He was, he was so chilling. chill. Like he was, he was. I understand it was like exploitation, but fucking, he was so chill, man. He was. he was like, yeah, whatever. I'm just hanging out. And then he's like, hmm, I think things might be going wrong. <laughs> um, and then the hotel has it, which manifests in the, the ghost ghosts, yeah, being there. The reason that okay. Okay, maybe this is why Stephen King didn't like this. Because I now that we're talking about it, I'm so confused. Because the, sh- 
Occam's razor makes me want to think that there's one explanation for everything, right? But I don't think there is. I think there's two things going on. I think, what do you think these on? people have The Shining. Uh-huh. And also Jack Nicholson's like a ghost reincarnation weird thing. So, okay. So he either... Okay. So, okay. So, <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. Some guy called Grady killed his family in this hotel. Yeah. Right? Classic haunted hotel thing. Sure. Okay, sure. And then Jack Nicholson, Jack, gets the... Oh, I'm saying his whole name. His name's Jack in the movie. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> it's funny. There's that, Jack, there's Wendy, and there's Doc. The kid. actor's Got name for Jack, for Jack Nicholson's character is Jack. Or, or the character's name is Jack. Yeah. The kid, the boy's actual name is Daniel or something like that, and the character's name is Danny, but the woman's name is something else, and her... Well, because her name's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, 10 years ago, Grady killed his family. Classic haunted house, right? Yeah. The, the house is haunted. Obviously, that seems like it would be the case, but there's obviously something else happening here, and it doesn't... Jack starts to go crazy, right? Yeah. And the geese, the ghosts interact with him. They serve him alcohol. They bartend to him. He shows up at a... Oh, he walks into a room and there's a whole party of ghosts going on. He's completely unfazed by it all. And they're all interacting with him as if he's, he exists. Yeah. And you don't think of anything of it because if this was a haunted thing, obviously he's just going crazy. And if the ghosts are interacting with him, it's okay that they know him and he seems so casual about mm-hmm. it, right? But then you re- But then when he talks to... Finds Grady... Yeah. And says, Grady, you killed those people. He's like, no, you did. And you're like, what? Has Jack been here before? And at the end of the movie, they show a picture from the 1920s that he was in there. So, that says, if that's all true. Yeah. That means Jack... (laughs) It's getting real complicated. Yeah, it's getting real complicated. If Jack Jack and Grady and the picture are none of them lying, that means Jack has been in this hotel in the 20s, 10 years ago, and now. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, how old is... Every how, 10 years? Oh, how old is Danny? 10? I think so. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was about to say, but how could he have this whole family? But yeah. it's like, oh, but the kid's only like 10 years old. That makes sense. So, does does the shining of the hotel... Well, it's either the shining is involved, or it's a whole other thing that the shining also meets. Yeah, hold I on, think, hold on. Okay, don't okay. tell me yet. Okay, I'm not going to tell you, but... you Because you know. Yeah. So, either, so either the shining brings Jack back, Oh wait, okay. I think I know what it is. What, what do you think it is? So it's tw- so in 1920, Jack sold his soul to the Shining of. The, this is my guess. Jack uh-huh. t- in 1920, Jack sold his soul to the hotel to the Shining of the hotel. Yeah. And now the hotel shoots him out every so often to bring people back to kill him, almost as like sacrifices to the Shining of the hotel because the Shining needs. <laughs> okay, so that's, confident. That's about theory. that's about as far as I got. Help I, me now. I think. Well, with the movie, Where, okay. On a movie, scale of one like to twenty, yeah. how close am I? Well, I don't even know because oh, with the movie, it's different. So I can oh. tell you what the book does, um, and in the book, it's. I think with with this, this is thing, why people are here, Marcus. More, yeah, this is why people. Well, are here. no, it's more of a metaphor. So it's like the hotel has him, and that's why at the end of the movie they show his picture there with him. Oh, so he wasn't there He's, in the twenties. So saying that you did it means him saying that is more like a you are. The hotel. Oh, so you Grady are a did part do it ten years ago. Grady did kill his family. Oh, so he's not shooting out every ten years. Exactly. I don't yeah. like your theory. Mine's better. Well, okay. <laughs> and then um, 
Jack Nicholson. And that's what you think the movie is saying, as opposed to what the book is uh, yeah. a little different. The book is the book is uh, saying the same thing, but I think the movie was also trying to say that and maybe add layers to it. I, I'm not entirely sure. Sure. But sure. with the book, it's more about... I made it more, more, more complicated. With the book, it's more about Jack Nicholson's descent into madness. You mean and, Jack? <laughs> yes. Uh, Jack's, sorry. Jack's descent into madness. And it's funny because Stephen King wrote this book because on vacation with his family, he started to feel antagonistic towards his children like he like <laughs> hated them because he was like they're being fucking annoying and i'm trying to get my writing done oh and so this is getting creepy isn't it creepy so he wrote a book about how, how he would murder his how family, he would his family. <laughs> <laughs> and the only nuts? thing stopping him is a magic black man yeah isn't that fucking nuts but like so is so he it's still so like married to his wife i don't know they can't be I, well, I know his son is fucking. I know who his son is. He's a writer. Famous, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's just so funny to be like to but hear honestly, that. Honestly, I've I read his son's writing. He's a little fucked up. So. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, huh. but it's so funny because it's like to hear that and to see that in the characters to see like oh wow it, like how the the whole point of the movie is to show how scary it is to like let those demons that you have in out and and the shining really like those demons are there in jack torrance's character and he's kind of been battling them on his own accord outside of the overlook hotel but when he reaches the overlook hotel it it, it preys on those inner demons and brings there's them nothing out else there exactly there's mm-hmm. nothing protecting him and so stephen king's whole thing with this movie is to write about how it's kind of like abusive parenting and like how scary that can be you know and it's interesting to view it in the, that sort of framework of like, ooh, you can actually hate your kids and not be like a bad person. Well, even though I think Jack is a bad person, I was like, I was I think, <laughs> and I think that maybe he did. Oh, he, I don't know if that was his his point there, but it is interesting to think of like to make a movie, a horror movie about like an abusive dad. I guess, but, <laughs> not, but I'm going to Google real quick Joe Hill and if he's had a dislocated shoulder at some point in his life, <laughs> then I think you might be completely off base. Then this is just a biography about Stephen King and his family. And it, if there was magic. And, and yeah, if there was ghosts. Wait, yes. so what's The Shining? Well, The Shining is just... I don't... The Shining is Stephen King's fucking weird plot device of some kind. Fucking but hell. basically, Stephen The Shining King, is just... It's a telekin. It's not telekinesis. That's moving things. It's like a intuition. So, but amplified. And so everyone sort of has it. That's what Dick Halloran says. Everyone sort of has the shining, and mothers kind of like have it a little bit more, especially when it's in relation to Is their that kids. Right? Maybe this was the book. Oh, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying that because but... he explains the shining a little bit more. Oh, okay. And so. It's I a, like that explanation. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's like the Force in Star Wars. Like everyone has, has a little, yeah, yeah. but it's just some people it's hear just it better. Like that. Everyone has mm-hmm. it, but Danny is like the strongest that he's he's seen. I don't think he said it. that in the book. In yeah, the I don't think he said that in the movie. <laughs> but Danny is the strongest that he's seen with it, and so the hotel is attracted to it because Dick's been able to work there, and he says it in the movie. He says yeah. like, if you ignore it, it'll ignore you, and we're all good. Yeah. But that's because Dick's not as powerful as Danny is. But Danny has the shining. So now is Tony the hotel's more attracted to it? Is Tony a manifest? Now is Tony a manifestation of the shining, or is it Danny's defense mechanism to cope with being so strong in the shining? It is. It is both. No. Wait. What was the first thing? We're about to get into an said, argument. You said, "Is it the shining, or is it the shining? Is, is it his defense mechanism for the shining?" Yeah. 
So, like, did Danny's psyche create this to yeah, yeah, justify yeah, yeah, exactly. it? Or is it literally The Shining? Like, no, 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 to- no, no. Okay. There's not actually something in So he's actually mouth. a little crazy. Yes, yes. It's okay. his childhood well, I know there's not defense- a little man in his mouth, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's like, his childhood defense mechanism. Is he possessed or is he kind of crazy? No, he's, he's, it's his childhood defense mechanism for well, explaining it, what The Shining is. This kid isn't a kid anymore. Okay, it's not childhood defense. He's, he's a kid. He's schizophrenic. He's a kid. He has you never dual personality friend. disorder. You never had an imaginary friend? This is just like Split. No, you totally had imaginary friends. This is, do you really think I did? I feel let, like, me, let me get let you. I feel uh, like you totally did, but you don't remember if you did or not. Did you? No, I don't remember if I did or not. I don't think I did. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't creative as a child. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was super... Like, I'm very mathematical now, and I've leaned into my creativity. Yeah. Because it's what I want to do with my life. But growing up, I was not creative i was like i'm just gonna pull my legos and put them together and i will only follow the instructions because that's how i'm supposed to do it <laughs> you know i didn't have a magic yeah friend. i wish i did that would have been more fun i had no friends oh, Nick, oh. the self-deprecation so here okay so now that i have a little better understanding can we talk about the one one the one big criticism i did have of the movie sure is i felt like jack was crazy right off the bat like, I kind of thought it would be, you, you, you'd catch him slipping, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it would be slip and slip and slip and slip. Yeah. But, like, the first interaction we have, a month it says a month later, yeah. and it's the first interaction between his wife, mm-hmm. he puts her on blast. He's a fucking <laughs> crazy dick. And he's, like, inches from, like, crazy hitting yeah. her already. And I was like, oh. I guess we're just... And it was, like, at the 20-minute mark. Yeah. And I was like... Why is this movie two hours long? He's already crazy. <laughs> you know what's so funny? That is literally exactly what Stephen King said. And that oh. is his <laughs> biggest criticism of the movie. Really? Yeah, he was like... Because well, always the book like... The book like, is your dis- tick, tick, descent tick, tick, into tick, madness. Tick, 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 yeah. All the way into it. Yeah, yeah. and even, even as... Like, as the book goes on, you discover more and more like, oh, he kind of like was... Like, Jack was a shitty person. He had anger issues oh. and he didn't know how to control them. So... You find that out as you go through the book, and yeah. it's his sort of descent into trying to kill his family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the book, you find out that, like... In the movie, it seems like he wants to kill him right off you the know, bat. Well, in the movie, he's looking for a job, and yeah. he's, like, a school... T- he used to be a teacher, and, like, yeah. he, he has his degree, so why the fuck is he willing to be just a, a fucking... A janitor? Janitor. <sighs> Caretaker. For the Overlook. Caretaker for the Overlook. Right? And it's because... He was fired for abusing one of his students and being the shit out of him. Oh. Yeah. So he beat the shit out of one of his students. I feel like that would have been really cool to put somewhere in the movie. It would have been cool to see, yeah. I feel like Stanley was like, nah, I don't need that for my movie. <laughs> but I'd rather have this cool long pan shot of the maze. That's fair. But it's interesting for oh, Stephen King. you remember that cool fucking cool. shot of the maze? I love it. And then you so see there's this head's mage and then you see them running around and then Jack's looking at a model of the maze and they're actually in it. That's pretty, cool. pretty cool. Yeah, but it's interesting to see that, like Jack. Nick, it's interesting to see Stephen King say, "Hey, I didn't like this movie because it didn't really show his descent into madness." And then, in the book, right, that he was he beat the shit out of a kid uh, or a teenager or a young man, but he beat the shit out of a dude for no reason, and then fucking like, well, that broke his kid's arm, and you're gonna tell me that like. It's a descent into madness, and I didn't like the movie because no, 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 no. But those because those are like isolated incidents, as no. opposed to like, I guess so. The way Cabin Fever works, like it's it's a ticking time bomb. It's yeah. it's obviously an explosion at the end, but it ticks to yeah. get there. It's not like if you hit this right now, it will explode. 
That's fair. Which but, is what I felt but like. But it's just like if Wendy like... if Wendy talked back at that moment <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the movie, she'd be dead. He would, yeah. Almost immediately. That's fair. But it's just because she's like, oh, okay, I won't bother you. And it's, it's funny that you said that, too. Because I, I was watching the movie and I was like, I could see that. because. But part of me, Stephen King blamed Jack Nicholson directly for it. Yeah. Because he's just too nuts, though? Yeah, because he's too nuts. Yeah. And I oh, could see that. Was, he was picturing like an everyday dad. That, yes, like, who goes crazy. Into Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like, eventually turned. Well, Jack yeah. Nicholson's kind of always kind of crazy. <laughs> It's like you get a crazy vibe from Jack Nicholson just sitting, like in even the when he was talking in the interview. Yeah, in the he, fucking interview, like, the certain voice. Well, like, yeah, well, I wouldn't do that. Or, is that your Jack? I want to hear your Jack. I can't do it. Come Jack on, Nicholson. I want to hear it. You were trying. I want to hear. He was it. like, Leave well, you know, I just, I would never do that kind of thing. I just really appreciate the opportunity for this job. <laughs> like, that wasn't bad. You. If you guys saw Marcus's face, it was like thank all you. like twitchy and like timey. Thank you so Which much. But yeah, you're right. He was kind of creepy during the interview too. And I, I do understand that criticism of the movie. I like. I think that Jack Nicholson made that journey, but instead of a zero to ten at the end of him being a ten, it was like a, a five to ten. <laughs> you That's know what right. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, 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 I agree. It wasn't with bad. You. I liked it. All in all, by the end, because I, it, the place he got to, but it did. It I did notice it almost right away. I was like, "Oh, he, is it really kind of crazy?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm already super scared of him," and it's the beginning of the movie. It's so funny that he's so scary, but he's not like supernatural in any way. He doesn't have powers. He doesn't have like he's not doing anything. He's not teleporting places. He's not fucking Jason or Freddy. Yeah, it's he's just w- a dude. It's weird because a lot of Stephen King, I, I the Stephen King's things I know well. Yeah, are. Um, it's I know Dreamcatcher. Um, oh, Dreamcatcher was bad. Another black man, Morgan Freeman. Dude, I fucking love Dreamcatcher. You cannot tell me differently. Fucking Dreamcatcher is the bomb, diggity. Yeah. Um, and in Dreamcatcher and that other movie that I already named and I don't want to name again, it's um it leans heavy into the magic, mm. right? Yeah. But like this one, it's so like on the two share, like the things. It's weird because I almost want to say all these things would have happened almost the same way without the magic. Yeah, I don't think the shining like, was Like, given another month, yeah. Jack would have gotten that same place. You That's know? Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he actually make a deal with the, with the devil? Because he said, I'd sell my soul for a drink, and then the ghost showed up and gave him a drink. I mean, you can And then he that... tried to pay him, and he was like, your money's not good here. It's vague Almost enough... as if he's already been paid. It's vague enough that you can make that argument. I would... I could see the movie version of that, like, if you said, hey, it's because you sold the soul already and you made, like, a solid What did you think of Red Rum? I get behind that. I have heard that. I've seen it. I had no idea what it meant. I, I knew it was a thing in a yeah. scary movie. When it came up in this, I was like, oh, it's The Shining. That makes sense. Yeah. And then it was just the reflection of murder in the mirror. Yeah. What did you think of that? Red Rum is murder backwards, but I knew that even before I, the first time I watched The Shining. I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> why would I know that? I don't know. Because you could see it backwards. Well, why would I? No. When do you... Yeah, I don't look at... Your shirt says Argentina, and I don't look at it and say, oh, that's... And it's... And it should go, right? Backwards. Wouldn't it be a cool way? Huh? Wouldn't it be cool to know what things are backwards? Is that just something you know? Just, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? You just look at things and you always know? Like, what's... like? I don't know. I just say, I'm like, if I'm reading a word, sometimes it's just one word. I'm like, oh, No, okay. no. We, who the fuck are you? You don't look you? at a stop sign no, you look... and go, pots. 
No, you read left to right because this is fucking America. And know, as man. you go from left to right, you forget whoa, what's right to left. America, you... whoa, okay. But even if you're not in America, you read right to left. You don't go back and read left to right. Like, what? <laughs> is this just something you do? What a weirdo. Anyway, right? It's so strange. But I thought the scene, I thought it was cool because the way I interpreted it was that the message was, like, too powerful for him to like put in correctly on the on the wall uh-huh. so he was trying to get a message from the shining and it came out backwards because he saw the bear yes uh, here's the thing I, I, that that all makes sense but it just seemed kind of like anticlimactic because they put this herring of the red rum in there and, was, and at that point we already knew jack was gonna murder them <laughs> and then we knew jack was coming to the door and we knew Jack had an axe. Yeah. And we knew they were going to die. And then it's like, oh, look. Murder's coming. And we're like, we fucking knew that. Like, what do you... No? Is that just me? Okay. I think it just... I think it built Whatever. more tension into the scene, but you're... I guess yeah, I think right. it was a that's letdown, the... though. Because I thought it was like... It's not... Fucking Rosebud. Like, that's huge. And it's like you satisfying. You thought it was like the were... moment. Like, this is... I thought it was a big moment. The moment in the movie. Yeah. Kind of. I guess so. I guess so. They set it up. It's all in the... Like... Red rum. Oh, it's also, in all the things ever. Yeah, you yeah know it's I mean? a so, big trope that you see everywhere. Yeah, it's transcended media. It's in all, it's parodies and all this yes. stuff. Yeah, so I get it. But having watched it, I, I don't know. Whatever. It just helped build tension. I, I, I guess you're right. I didn't, though. It wasn't I didn't, as big of a moment. As I didn't like, like the ending. The, the, I mean, so is the Star Wars like thing, right? When it's like, what? Luke, I, I'm your father, or whatever. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you were there for that moment, that was pretty satisfying. But I'm just saying. I'm maybe, pretty sure that, like, but like, that have you ever watched? Have you ever, have like, you ever watched everything ever? Yeah, so but like, have you ever watched like kids see it for the first time and their reactions like so visceral, like? <gasps> I but I didn't, I'm just saying I didn't get to experience that. Right, and I'm saying so I, think I did get to experience this. And it's dumb. I guess. You're <laughs> <right>. <laughs> also, like, what's the room with all the blood? Like, what is that? Just a scary image. The elevator with the blood? Yeah. It was just a foreshadowing of death. Of what? Yeah, but there's no... It was premonition. Except it didn't happen. Yeah. Right. No, it's like uh, you see... Okay, so it's like you see images, sure. but you can't... You So he sees the overlook full of blood. Something bad's going to happen. It's like no, a warning like all sign. all the other images it's like, like happen. something that actually is going to happen. But all the other images either were going to happen or already did happen. So, like, seeing the dead girls on the ground, mm-hmm. seeing red rum, all those things. But the elevator with the blood, like, it didn't happen. I guess so, but, like, like how I was, would that I kept, happen? Again, I, I don't fucking know. That's why the whole movie, I was waiting, I was like, oh, shit. How do they get all that blood? What? When's that going to happen? When's, everything else he's saying is coming true. Obviously, he's having premonitions. Yeah. Obviously, all these things are going to come back yeah. into play. Fucking red rum? This blood in the elevator? Like, what is all this? <laughs> And like I, I, was, I just took it as a, as a. I was super satisfied yeah. with the movie, and I was really scared for most of it, and I was glad everything that happened. Yeah. But those two things, I was like, what? "You're like, what the fuck? Where did, where's the conclusion of those? <laughs> this whole movie is so well crafted that it's like that's th- those moments for me that. were a little gratuitous because it's like I just want to make this cool image with this elevator full of blood because yeah, I had I a dream right. about it and it's all yeah. this blood. And I was I like, oh, right, what, yeah. what does that have to do with the Overlook? What does that have to do with the hotel? I took story? it as a warning sign. Like, oh, there's blood and the Overlook and it's overflowing so bad stuff is there. That kind of thing. Like, sometimes, like like with the Red Rum where he like got a message but he couldn't exactly get it right. The payoff wasn't good for me. That's fair. Okay, Nick. Oh, so, but, but also, 
This fucking moment when he, they, he runs, the kid runs away and he's in the hedge mage. The whole time I was thinking, oh, come on, Danny. You just got to replace, retrace the steps. Yeah, you were You just got to retrace the steps. And then he did it. I'm like, this kid's a fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> this kid deserves to live. He is he the does. best. I loved him. He outthought his fucking demon ghost dad. Like, I fucking love Danny. I great. love Wendy. I love Jack. I love the, uh, the chef. I forget his name. Dick Halloran. That's a hard name to remember. I don't feel <laughs> yeah. bad. Uh, it was... Uh, I was so happy that he died right away. Who? The chef. Why? Because this whole moment, they showed his whole journey oh from his bed. Don't you feel bad To for the him? airport, to the phone, to yeah. the thing, to the thing, to, to the thing. To save these white people. Yeah, and he got there and he walked in and died almost immediately. All I would think of as he was coming was like, oh my God, wouldn't it be crazy if he just died right <laughs> away? And then it happened. I was so satisfied. I was like, oh my God. What more could I ask? For? <laughs> that was so dumb and glorious. See, that's kind of dumb that I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking elevator blood. What the fuck is that? I shit? felt bad. I felt. I felt so bad for him. I felt in bad. The book, yeah, he, but... In the book, I think he lives. Really? Yeah. He helps them get out because they have no way of leaving. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Nah, I like this. They save themselves. <laughs> that's fair. They save themselves. Well, he provided a distraction, so who knows? He saved them still. I maybe, like to think that. Maybe. And he also gave him the car. Yeah. I, what did you do? Were you satisfied with Jack's death? Like how he just kind of Oh no, that was it. weird. That was like a weird. It was like it was a super climactic moment. Yeah. Run through the maze, and, and then I was I checked. I was like, wait, there's only three minutes left. What's yeah. what? And then it's just and cut to them running away, and, and cut to him dead, and then end of the movie. It's frozen. And end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That was, was weird. It was weird, right? It was off putting. Is that how it happens in the book too? I don't know. I mean, like, the way it's described in the book is like you know it's more dramatic. He spends, he all, spends night all night searching and then, like yeah. yelling and howling at the moon and like shit yeah. like that. It's very descriptive, and you're like. Oh fuck! He like went crazy and couldn't control himself and froze to death there. Mm. But in the in the fucking movie, yo, like, Danny what? straight up killed his dad, dude. He did. That's fucking straight cool up movie. fucking gangster, OG. Yeah, and then there's a sequel to The Shining oh, in book idea. form. Is it it's really called Doctor Sleep or something? Like oh, really? Yeah. I it's about Danny. I haven't read it. I started reading it. And it was kind of boring, so I stopped. Oh, is it about Danny? Yeah, it's about Danny as an, an adult. adult. It yeah, is weird. And living, having lived a fucked up life, was <laughs> murdering his father. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not good enough to make a movie out of, though. It's fair. Fair enough. All right, dude. What did you think of the movie? I liked it a lot. It was really cool. Yeah! It was weird because the first half was way more scary, I thought, than the second half. Yeah. Because it was a little more telegraphed and it turned a little more adventure at that uh-huh. point. Um, but that first half of that movie, I was fucking freaking out, dude. Really? A little bit. Cool. The tension was just so long yeah. and dragged out. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking There's so much empty space. This movie you know? gives people anxiety, I'm sure. It's like, Ugh. Okay, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, not to everybody because I think some people are little bitches. Yeah, but if you if you're a fan of the genre, if you if you like these uh, characters, if you like Stephen yeah. King, if you like uh, most, I would. I, yeah, I think everyone would like this movie except maybe like <sighs> douchebags. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what? I guess you can't watch The Shining too, but like, would you? Watch, does this make you more interested in Stephen King stuff or reading the book or anything? Yeah. Cool. Exciting. The book's good. I love Stephen King's writing. I think he's probably, one of the best probably, writers of I, all I've time. I've never read a Stephen King book. Shining's a great one to start with. Yeah. Yeah. I he, read it and I was like... He's like the... He's arguably the best. the best American author. But when you, when, when you actually read his work and not just like know it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can see like, wow, he, he's very descriptive and he can fucking paint a picture. Yeah. He's Except great. he's bad at endings. Sure. So Except people, he's bad so at endings. Yeah, I would say, I but he also puts out so much shit that I'm like, 
I mean, Dreamcatcher, it turns out to be a giant alien. Yeah. It turns out to be a giant spider. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, a lot of fair. people, that's what people say. That's fair. Um, okay. Great. So, Nick, what is my challenge Marcus. for next week? I mentioned this first episode months ago because it was an Amazon Prime pilot. Oh, I think I know what this is. And they just released the whole first season. Okay. And I devoured this. Really? To I, I fucking, I couldn't sleep because I had to finish this show. It has everything that I want. It's a period piece. Uh-huh. It's funny. It's got good female lead. Is it's got good characters. No, Tick sucks. Is this Bosch? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the, your challenge this week is the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, oh, Amy yeah. Sherman Palladino's follow up to Gilmore Girls and Buttheads. You have seen Gilmore Girls. Sequel to Gilmore Girls? Maybe a prequel. Uh, uh, let's be honest. You kind of like Gilmore Girls. It was true. pretty I did. good. I did. This is Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband Daniel unabridged. They can curse. They can show nudity. Oh, wow. They, can, they let them do whatever they wanted. Gilmore Girls was a, like a network TV show. Like yeah. They had to do certain things. They had to... Uh, it, was, it was a cable. No, it was a network. And they could yeah. only do certain things. They had to go through like the Christian youth thing to get approved. <laughs> this, Amazon was like, hey, Christian. you're a talented TV person that yeah. isn't doing anything right now. Why don't you make this pilot? If it's good, we'll give you... As soon as the pilot came out, ordered two seasons because it was amazing. Oh, wow. I kind of want you to watch more than just the pilot. It's only eight episodes. I'm not going to give you all that, though. I just, just want you to watch the pilot. Okay. Because I really think you're going to watch this pilot. And watch everything. And want to watch the next episode. Fair. If you had to watch the whole first season, fucking kudos to you. Let's talk about all of it. Yeah. But your challenge is to watch the first episode. I'm excited. Of The Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel. Available Ooh. on Amazon Prime for free. What? For free? This show is amazing. Okay. I'm ready to I be amazed. anything I'm else. open to amazingness. You might even say it's... Marvelous. I wish you said a different word. Like that would have been so fucking hilarious. I'm not that funny, Mike. I don't even know. This. <laughs> I'm not that funny. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please comment, uh, rate, Leave a review. Rate, I forgot what platform this was. Yeah. Please rate and review us on iTunes and other platforms. You listen to this. Please tweet at us at Now Try This Cast and follow us on Instagram. You can find us individually at Nicknack Yevas and at Megamarculus. We want to hear your feedback. We want to hear your challenges. We want to hear your shinings yes we want to shine at us bro please shine i want someone to explain to me what the fuck the point of red rum is okay because i don't get it i obviously missed the boat i'm too old i didn't get it marcus please what do you want to say to our listeners on our way out i love you guys thank you for listening thank you for staying with us for so long and more now try this is on the way